Hello. Hi. This is Sebastian. I'm Michelle. And you've tuned in to Bitch Listen. Um, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're continuing our Pride. It's, Pride month episode. Third episode, Pride. Mm -hmm. Today Mm -hmm. we're doing, um, Francis Gum. Frankie Gum. Um, and you guys are probably like, who the fuck is that? Um, so... I feel like we need a drum roll, so all of these people, I feel the need to be like... I can't, I can't do it. But, um, Francis Gum's stage name is Judy Garland. Judith? Just kidding, it wasn't Judith. Um... (laughs) Judy Garland. And she is a gay... Judy Garland has got to be like... The, you know how there's like the father, son, the Holy Ghost? I feel like of gays, of like gay icons, she's one I of just, them. My water just went down the wrong I hate that. tube. Yes, she's certainly um, very important to the yeah. gays. Yeah. Um, I guess we should just dive on in. Di- dive right on in. <coughs> if I can stop coughing. <laughs> so I got most of my information from mysteries and scandals yes. which i just want to shout out because that's one of my favorite shows yes um her episode is very good you can just find the episodes on youtube, on YouTube now like yeah. just type in mysteries and scandals yeah. hosted by aj benza who is who just is like that? so sleazy like he's just so like ridiculous um you showed me an episode it was good yeah i, I love it being like oh this is g um, I love it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like we said, her real name is Frances Gum. She was born in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. Um, which is weird. I didn't expect her to be no. from Minnesota. I don't know where I thought she was from. I found out she did like vaudeville. Like she started doing vaudeville, which makes sense. Yeah. I think like her mom, sisters. her mom did it too, too and just got her kids yes, into, it. into that, which, you know. So she's a stage mom. Very much so. Very um overbearing. Um, I was saying that like much in the tradition of like mm. Whitney Houston or Britney Spears, Lindsay Lohan, um, girl, Amy Winehouse. Like girl. all of them have these like parents. Actually, all of them except Amy because it was Amy's dad that was yeah. like kind of like oh, the one. What? Yeah. Um, have these parents that are just kind of like pushing their kid, not really like. Caring about their well-being or any of that, just kind of like pushing them. And one of the things that she like pushed her to do, other Mm. than performing, was like she got her on like I guess what we call now like speed, Speed. yeah, or like uppers, yeah, Yeah. to keep her weight down and to keep her like um, peppy and yeah, yeah, for her performances. Um, Which is. And she became famous at, like, a pretty young age. So, like, I can't imagine. Like, before that, she had to be, like, pretty. Yeah. I'm thinking she was, like, middle school age. Yeah. That's about when you see the, yeah. Being given. um, Speed, essentially. Yeah. In whatever form that was. And I always think that then the drugs were stronger. I'm sure. Like, I don't know why. I don't know if that's accurate. But I feel like (laughs) back then, like, everything was stronger. Yeah. No. So, she was, like fucked up yeah um and her mom yeah well so this whole self-image thing ties in because like she was it wasn't just to stay awake and like be peppy it was like also so she wouldn't like have an appetite right started i thought it started with like the um 
like the um like the studio execs would do that or you know handlers whatever but yeah I get, like it was even easier for them because she was already hooked she was on, already yeah on the shit so it started like that early and just like reading that was like very triggering for me yeah not because my mom never like gave me drugs or anything right. like that but like I've talked about like my bulimia in other episodes and I definitely know for a fact I mean I'm not a psychiatrist but yeah. I know that it came from my mom and one of my brothers like from when I was like very young being like you need to lose weight you need to lose weight like you should probably go on a diet like when I was like little seven which a seven-year-old should not dieting as an and I when I go back and look at photos I'm like I was I was not even remotely like fat or chunky even but i'm saying all that to say that like doing that to a young person can cause like i'm not gonna say irreparable damage but it can definitely cause it takes a lot to repair it yeah like it can definitely like shake some shit up it's like inception like it's like planted in your head right very literally exactly and once it takes hold so i can totally imagine like uh, you know, reading about this and watching these shows about her, it's like, so, she, you know, her mom is already saying it to her, yeah. and then, like, she gets into the Hollywood system, yeah. and they're already, they're just like, you're fat and ugly. Like, yeah, you're basically. just, you're fat and you're ugly. Which I did not really know. I knew they had her on speed, you know, but I didn't know that she was thought of as, like, an ugly duckling at at MGM. I didn't know she was thought of as like actually ugly. I don't find her ugly. I don't all. I find her to be average looking, which I guess in yeah. Hollywood would means, be means ugly. And I also think and I said this before we were recording, like if you're getting compared to fucking Ava Gardner, yeah, yeah. like we're all ugly. Like right. everybody's ugly compared right. to that. Like that's not right. fair. Right. And it's like things I didn't think about. They were like, oh okay, so like she wasn't she wasn't, like, real thin, and she's short, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you're, like, next to Ava Gardner or, like, Liz Taylor, like, you know, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a tough comparison. And a comparison that you shouldn't be giving to, like, a 16-year-old or 15 or however old she is at the exact time. But I found this out um, that um, Louis B. Mayer called her, called her um, my little hunchback. I didn't know it was like that. Like, I knew they were, like, cunty, but I didn't know it was to the point where they were calling, like, this teenager... A hunchback. And I mean, like, it's like, I think all the time, like, we forget how, like, this notion of, like, oh, like, th- that person is a teenager, like, we yeah. should be nice. That's very new. Yeah. Like, yes. that's, like, yes, 25 years to 30 yeah. years, like, well, I mean, old. And what, what Judy's story will teach you, like, more than anything else is, like, like, uh, Hollywood's a machine now. Like, it's a vicious cycle right now, mm-hmm. like, this day and age. But then, I think it was just, like, 100%. There were, like, no fucking regulations, you know? They just worked you to fucking death and criticized the shit out of you. And when you weren't, like, selling anymore, they just, like... Bye. Spit you back. B- bitch, bye. Bye, Tanja. They did <laughs> not... They do not need you anymore. I was like, oh, shit. Reading this, yeah, it'll make your fucking hair curl. It's sad. But I do want to say... Uh, silver lining there was a um there was a uh makeup artist named Dottie 
It's spelled like P-O-N-E-D-E-L, so I don't know if it's Ponedel or Ponedel. I'm not exactly sure how to say it. But um, shout the fuck out to Dottie. She um, worked with Judy first on Meet Me in St. Louis, and she was the first makeup artist that she ever had that, like, gave her self-confidence and told her, like, oh, you're pretty. Like, don't, you know, like, they had, like, put, like, caps on her teeth and all these things, and she kind of, like, got rid of all that and, like, kind of, like, helped Judy look her very best, like, with what she had. Yeah. And after that, it was, like, written in her contract that every film she did after that um or for a spell anyways um she needed that uh makeup artist to that's, be her makeup see, artist see that's so sweet and that's so yes. important like I really like like she was the first person to ever like tell her that you know ever that's so crazy so moving right along a couple years later I mean of course ago. she's still like yes. geek yeah. sneaking and geeking she's still I completely um yeah but she does like what is probably her most famous yes. role which is dorothy gale in the wizard of oz yeah. um you learn that she was like not actually the first choice she was not well i think it's funny because everyone thinks like you know like the wizard of oz judy garland like who the fuck else could it be uh which is true like she was you know the only she was the only one for the role but they originally wanted shirley temple um, which I feel like I kind of heard, like, somewhere before. Um, and you told me Shirley Temple's mom. Fun, well, yeah, like, I guess not so fun fact is, well, like... unfun fact. Uh, so when the Me Too thing first, like, was gaining traction, oh, okay. I read this story that was, like, um, it was basically saying, like, oh, you know, Shirley Temple tried to tell us about this kind of stuff a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, Shirley Temple wrote her autobiography in like the 50s yeah and she told this story about um she auditioned for the role of dorothy now you have to keep in mind like i think i think judy garland's probably like 17 right right, right at this time yeah so that means shirley temple was like 12 yeah she might have been younger than that honestly yeah. yeah but she goes into the audition and the producer pulls his penis out and um, Shirley Temple said that she started laughing, but she was laughing because she had never seen a penis she before. Fuck, yeah. So she was like, what's going on? Yeah. The guy slapped her. <gasps> oh my God. And like yelled at her. It was like, get out. Like, you'll never work in this town, blah, 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 blah. So she goes out and tells her mom about it. And her mom is like mad at her. Like, yeah. I can't believe, You're again, a, a little kid. Okay. Oh, like, can't Jesus. believe, like, blah, blah, blah. And her mom went into the room. And so, like, Shirley Temple is telling the story, like, oh, like, she had to become an adult to realize, like, her mom went in there and slept with the guy, thinking it would get, which it didn't work. So, maybe her mom gives, like, crappy BJs. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That is fucking truly, I'm laughing, but I'm like, that's truly sad. Um, So, they wanted Shirley Temple. Uh, then when they didn't get her, they, it, Judy wasn't even the second choice. They wanted, they were going to go with the actress named Deanna Durbin, who I've never who heard of. Who is that? Okay. Shit. I've never heard of Deanna Durbin, but they wanted her, couldn't get her. So then they were like, okay, I guess we'll go with Judy Garland. And I thought that was so funny because it's like literally her most iconic, you know, uh, her most iconic role. Yeah. Like and like all the time, I feel like people our age feel like all she did was the Wizard of Oz and that yeah. was it. But she had like this like... 40-year career. Yes, yes. Um, But this is still, like, I guess her standout kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, standout thing. Um, which is, like, I th- I think the first reason that she's such a gay icon, I don't know what you think. Like, do you agree? Well, or? we have a mutual friend, Jacarius. Shout out, Jacarius. I love you, Jacarius. I, and he, so we were, like, 
we were just like hanging out one day. He was like, I want to watch the gayest movie of all time. And I was like, okay, yeah, me too. And then he was like, you know what? He was like, The Wizard of Oz. We should watch that. That's the gayest movie of all. Or some, something to that effect. And I was like, is it? And then when I thought about it, I was like, it really is. Like, it's a very, it's just like a girl. It's like a hag and her gay friends mm-hmm. fighting over shoes, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. it's a story about pumps. Uh-huh. Um, it's extremely gay story. I think, I think it is one of the reasons that she's a gay icon. It's hard to tell, like, what makes someone gay. You know, like, what makes what makes these usually women, what makes these women like gay icons? I don't, I don't know exactly. What like it a is. formula. I don't know that there's a yeah. formula. I do feel like a lot of them. It's like theatricality. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of them have like tragedy in their yes. personal lives. Yes. A lot of them are like very strong, but very like vulnerable at the same time. Yeah. Um, also, like a brassiness. I feel like there's kind of like yeah. a, you know, va va voom kind of like yeah. showgirl quality that, especially the earlier ones. Um, like, had to have... I think that is one of the reasons she's a gay icon, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I fuck with that movie. Um, also, she had a lot of, like, gays in her personal life that I didn't know about. She had a gay dad. She yes, had... I did see. Two gay husbands, which it's like, did Liza really stand a chance? No, she didn't. Like, she had no choice but to be a gay icon. I think she did. And she it's, had... It's almost like she one-upped her mom and like oh her, yeah kind of her like overall like i feel like judith's like oh and then liza popped up, I was like, ah! like yeah I feel yeah she had jazz hands on the way out of Judy's exactly now for sure um <laughs> you know like looking at liza you're like oh yeah you're gay for sure um yeah it's like i um I was watching this thing with, like, Barbara Streisand, and she mentioned her son, and me and my mom were like, I wonder if he's gay, and then she mentioned that he was gay. Elliot Gould? Is that his name? No, that's her husband's name. Oh. Her son's name is uh, Jason. Oh. I was like, is he gay? Learned he was gay, and then me and my mom were like, really? Was it a choice? No. I don't think. I think if you're in the womb of Barbara Streisand, and you're male, like, you're going to be a gay boy, for sure. Um... I like that, though, that she birthed, she's such a gay icon that she birthed another gay icon. You, um, saw a video of Oh, my God. So, yes, her and Barbara. Um, so I saw this video maybe, like, a year ago, and someone had, like, dug up. It was, like, footage when she had the Judy Garland show in the 1960s. Like, definitely, like, on the downswing, but still, like, a big deal to have your own show and everything. It's like a variety show, kind of. And uh, Barbara Streisand must have been the guest that episode. And it's just them kind of like casually singing, um, you know, um, I don't know what this It's I guess Get Happy. Pack up your troubles, come on, get happy. Mm-hmm. So it's like them just singing it. Is that called Happy Days Are Here Again? That sounds right. That sounds right. Um, but it is like literally like goosebumps. It's so fucking amazing to hear their voices together. And it kind of, like, you know, we kind of, like, lump all of them, like, together, but it kind of, like, helped me realize, like, the era of both of them, you know, because, like, uh-huh. Judy was clearly, like, in her 40s, and um, Barbara was, like, you know... Like, Wait, you thought they were the same time period? No, but it just kind of, like, with older stuff, sometimes it gets fuzzy, you know? I don't, like... I have a hard time, like, keeping, a, like, a clear timeline of, like, oh, no, this person would have been this old, and this person would have been this old, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but Barbara's voice, not to like steal anyone's thunder, but like Barbara's voice is like so magnificent. And then, um, yeah, just to see the two of them together, I was like, 
It was like looking at the sun directly. It was like too much gayness for one video. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I cried. I can't remember, but. I definitely want to see that. It sounds cute. Okay. I feel like I've seen it on like the, yeah. when you're watching one video and they have like yeah. other things on the side. And you could tell they just really like, you know, had a, like a kind of a kinship, you know? So her, I read a quote that she said when they asked her about her gay fans and I didn't know how I felt about okay, it. Yeah. Um, she was like, I sing for everyone, but I won't allow any of my fans to be mistreated. And on one hand, I was like, well, it's kind of like skirting around the question. Yeah. On the other hand, I was like, well, she probably said that in like the 50s. So that was kind of like supportive for that I, time. I think for that time it is supportive. Yeah. You know, I know what you mean, though. It kind of feels like, um, oh, no, I'm not singing for the gays. They just yeah. came, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like I was like, mm, you know, like, okay, no, I wasn't setting out to do this. I don't know. Um, Yeah. And I wonder, she's, like, gotta be one of the first, right? Like, one of the first, like, crop of, like, gay lady oh, icons. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Probably, like, the first. Like, definitely. I'm trying to think of another one. I'm like, I can't. I can't think of another one. I would like to know what the first moment of that was, you know? Probably, like, Mae West or something. Being, like... Okay, yeah. Is that a it's... gun in your pocket? Or you okay. Or you see me? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, I don't know. How do you feel about that? How do I feel about what? Like Judy's quote. Oh, I just said how I felt about it. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like it was kind of... I just said it like, so you guys can rewind it and hear. Um, so, what's next? Judy... They worked Judy to death. Not literally to death. Like she Well, kind of. Like, well, literally. Well, she did die. She died as, as a result of, like, yeah. what people around her did. But yeah. more on that later. Um... So I just, I found it really uh, troubling that, and I guess it makes sense, like, at that time, like, studios would just, like, work you and work you and work you, whereas, like, you know, if you, like, think of a star, they're making, like, you know, maybe, like, a movie a year, or, like, they might give themselves a few years in between right. projects and stuff. Right. Um, But from 1936 to, she didn't do 147, but from 1936 to 1949, she made at least one movie a year, and in some cases, like, three movies a year. And I was just like, what, how in the shit? I because mean, I that's pre-Screen Actors Guild. So there was Hello. no union or anything in place for any of these people to be like, hey, especially like when you think she's starting out at like 16. So yeah. there's like child labor laws, which weren't yeah. in existence yet. Exactly. Like, you know, like there was no one there to be like, uh, no, she, she'll probably get burnt out. do this. Yeah. Oh, wait, she seems burnt out. And she can't stick up for herself. She's like right. totally, yeah. Exactly. Um, which leads to, like, another thing. Like, yeah. she attempted suicide over 20 times in her life. Like... That's... That's... Horrifying. I thought it was, like, a few. I did not know 20. That's insane. Like... Um... Yeah. And she was uh, institutionalized. I don't... I don't know how exactly how many times, but... I More than once, definitely. I'm sure... I'm... Yeah. No doubt. Um... And it was like, I uh, read this thing and I was like, oh, that's like, yeah, that makes total sense. It was like this like awful, like vicious cycle. Like they'd work the shit out of her and like starve her essentially. And she's like, dr you know, like drugged up the whole time. She would like go have a breakdown, go to, um, you know, have a stay in like a mental institution for a little while. Like, you know, gain the normal amount of weight, like be eating and be like more healthy 
get back out and then get back to work because she's like better. I'm using finger quotes. It's not shade, but like, you know, that would have, she needed like more than like fucking a few months right? Um, to get better. So she'd be like, quote unquote, better get back on set and it would just start all over again because they weren't going to not pump her full of drugs or at that point, I don't even know if it was like her being like, no, I need them or, you know, I think it was a little bit of both. both probably. They're not going to discourage her. Right. Yeah. She's an addict. Yeah. But and then, and I, but then I also think, yeah, like, yeah. and so that's kind of what I was touching on earlier is like, um, with Brittany and Whitney and, you know, yeah. all, all the people like that. It's yeah. like the family, you really start to look at them like, damn, like, do y'all even care about this person? But right. it's because like, they're the breadwinner. Yeah. So like, they if to. they need drugs to be able to perform and bring home money, to. they're going to. Well, when it, the person I kept thinking about, and you mentioned her earlier, was Lindsay Lohan. Like, when I was yeah. reading this, I was like, this yeah. is her. Yeah. This is her. Because it's like, when I was watching Lindsay, I remember being frustrated because I was like, what the fuck is wrong with her? Like, you have to show up when you need to be there. Like, be on time. Blah, 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 blah. But it's like, I'm re- re- like reading this stuff about Judy. I was like, oh, because they're, you know, like, mm-hmm. they don't know how to act because they're fucking, like, they're acting out because mm-hmm. they didn't have a childhood. And so, I okay, like, Judy, I learned was going to be an Anna Get Your Gun, but they, like, fired her because she kept on showing up late and stuff. But it's like they were turning around getting frustrated with her because of her behavior, but it was because of the conditions that they had made. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So she was, it was things like, oh, you know, she wouldn't, wouldn't be there on time or what have you. And it's like, I'm sure at the time it was, like, frustrating dealing with her, but it's just because she's, like, incredibly fucked up. She has no you know, no coping skills. She never, like, learned any of that. She was too busy, like, being filmed. Exactly. And that's... Oh, Lord. And I was like, wow, the cycle. Like, when you think about, you know, Whitney and uh, Lilo and... It almost makes you think, like, how many people does this have to happen to before... Like, hey, don't do that anymore. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like... No more, don't don't have these kids like this. But anyway, stepping down from the soapbox. Yes. Next famous project, not necessarily, but like her next yeah. like iconic thing the big, is the biggest, um, yeah. A Star Is Born. Yeah. Um, Which I learned it was like later. It was like fifty. I want to say fifty one or fifty. Um, it was kind of like I learned at that point she wasn't like no one would go as far to say like washed up at that point, but it was, no, she but wasn't she definitely had fresh had, face. Well, she was. I guess it's hard. She wasn't old. It's hard to say that when you started as young. Yes, exactly. But she definitely, um, I think it was more so what was happening to her. Yeah. That was like washing her up. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I learned that while that movie was being filmed, her mom died. Oh. And her and her mom had like a volatile relationship. Yeah. But still, it's your mom, you know. Of course. Um, but she went through, like, she finished filming the movie. She did, like, an amazing job. Yes. And was a shoe-in for the Oscar. Or so they thought. Like, everyone thought she was going to win it. They had, yeah. like, press camped out outside her hospital room, like, ready to record her acceptance speech from her hospital had bed. Birth, given birth. Yes. Yeah. Which I thought that was kind of the odd. No, that is weird. To be whatever. like, lights, camera, action. And you're like, ah, I just got yeah. torn open. Yeah. Um, but the Oscar ended up going to Grace Kelly and yes. all the people just were sort of like, okay, bye. Bye, bitch. Um, which I also thought was kind of harsh. But you know what? I believe it. I believe it. You know? Yeah. What yeah. an insult. You're like all propped up in your hospital. You can't go anywhere. And they just like leave like that. Just like, bye, Judy. Bye, bye, girl. 
Um, my girl by. Which I think sent her on another spiral. Yes, ma'am. Um, also, shout out to her and Judgment. Uh, I learned that she was nominated for uh, Judgment. Uh, at Nuremberg. Yes, thank Which you. is. I've not seen it. I'm so glad it's that came amazing. up because I wanted to bring up Montgomery Clift earlier mm, in this mm, episode. Mm. Guys, I, I know that most of the people that are listening, I don't want to say I know, but you guys probably aren't very passionate about um, movies from this time period. It's no. all in black and white. It's very serious subject matter. Yeah. But Judgment at Nuremberg is like so powerful. And like yeah. the two performances that are the most powerful are like the two most, the two people that were the most fucked up in real life, which is her and Montgomery Clift. Like, you have to watch it. Even if you just pull up their performances on YouTube. Like, just it's so good. It. It's so good. It. I want to watch the Star is Born too, because full disclosure, never seen the Judy version. I think that's the only one that I've seen. Seen, yeah. Wait, I think I've seen the one with Barbara Streisand. I have seen the one. My mother is big into Barbara, so she was like, we're watching it. I think I've seen the... I know for a fact I've seen the one with Judy. I've never seen the okay. one with Lady Gaga, which is crazy. It's... Well, you know, it's good. Um, But anyway... Anyways, so yeah, I just want to give her that shout out too because I found that interesting too that like um she won a juvenile Oscar in thirty six, um or thirty seven, uh, around Wizard of Oz time. Uh, that which, would have been thirty nine. Thirty nine. Oh Oz yes, 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 yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, so I guess in thirty nine. Uh, but like her other like accolades didn't like come until I mean she never won the you know won the Oscar again, mm-hmm. but it didn't come until like a little a little later in her career, which I found interesting. Um, so her career like was sort of this like up and down mm-hmm. thing where like which was the because yes. of all the shit she was going through. Yeah. Um, yeah. and towards the end of her life, like she was kind of homeless. Yeah. Um, she was completely broke. Um, yeah, basically, she was, broke she was dependent on Liza financially because at that point, Liza had become pretty successful. Like a thing. Yeah. Um, but she died really young. She was only forty-seven when she died. Yeah. Um, she overdosed. Indeed. Yeah. Which they said it was accidental, but I'm always like curious yeah. as to how. How like if someone attempted suicide twenty times, how they could right. determine that? Right. What do know. I know? At the t- but I at the time I guess they were like, oh, you know, I don't know. Right. I don't know what police work was then, but um, yeah, that's sad as shit. When I learned that they were the stuff I was reading was very like harped a lot about her financial struggle. So I was like, oh, she must have been really struggling. Like yeah. she was not, a, and I knew just before she um passed. Like, you know, she had done movies, of course, like, had her show, but at that time, she was just doing, like, nightclub gigs, yeah. really. Just kind of singing gigs. Yeah. Um, so that's... Which is sad. Um, she was definitely, like, a huge talent, and it's really weird that we, like, timed this episode the way we did, because her birthday yeah. is June 10th, which was, like, last week. Yeah. Depending on when you're listening to this. True. And she died on June 22nd, which is like in a few days. Again, mm-hmm. depending on when you're hearing it, but mm-hmm. based on when it's coming out. So I just thought that that was kind of like spooky in crazy. a way. That is kind of spooky. Judy, can you hear us? Are you here? Get that Ouija board out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so like just her overall impact 
and like legacy do you have like personal thoughts on it or i do i do i'm very interested to see there's a movie, a judy garland movie coming out mm-hmm. in september starring miss renee zellweger mm-hmm. we saw the trailer we did see the trailer and she looked kind of good yeah i i liked it she looked a lot like her yeah, i definitely it, it looked my interest it looked visual um, I'll just have to see, you know, like, see when it out. It's one of those things you just gotta wait on. Um, I'm optimistic about it. And I, I really think that Renee Zellweger is the perfect person to play Judy Garland. Because she has got to know. Like, I know these people are, like, aware of their situation. Um, I feel like, because Renee, I mean, now, Renee, I, to my knowledge, Renee Zellweger doesn't have, like, a problem, a substance abuse problem, or I don't know how her, like, relationship is with her parents or anything like that. But, like, really, she's been, like, out of the spotlight for, like, a long time, you know? She uh-huh. had, like, Bridget Jones's baby, but, like, no one gave a shit, you know? Um, so, to, like, in, like, 2002, 2003, like, ha- be, like, at your highest high, like, you're winning Oscars, you're an Oscar-nominated, uh, you know, movies, and um, everyone's paying a lot of attention to you. Um, I feel like she's, and now, you know, it's like nobody, she's not really like everyone's first, the go-to gal for movies. And I, I feel like she's going to have a specific insight into what it's like to play someone who's had a really kind of roller coastery, tumultuous Hollywood story. Well, it's one of those things. Also, she's talented. It's one of those things that, um, when I heard it, I was like. Huh? That's weird. Like, mm-hmm. why would Renee Zellweger play her? Mm-hmm. But when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah. She does kind of look like her. But yeah. there was, like, a long time ago. So my mom is, like, a Judy Garland fan. So yeah. uh, we used to watch, like, a lot of shit about her. Yeah. Um, A long time ago, there was, like, a TV movie. TV yes. movie and the lady looked just yes. like her. Yes. Like, it was like, yes. um ma'am who are you and why do you have judy garland's face yes i yeah i would like do it looking stuff up for this Mm -hmm. i like found that like you know it was like tv you know and i like was like oh that's the thing yes because i have a faint memory of that yes and she did look just like her so what did liza say about the movie so liza said okay liza says a lot like liza just says a lot period liza with, with an S? Z. Okay. It's with a Z. Mm. <laughs> so, see Liza, right? Um, so, she said about Judy, she was like, um, I just, quote. Judy being the movie. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Judy being the movie starring Renee Zellweger as Judy. She was like, I just hope, she was like, Renee Zellweger is a wonderful actress. I just hope they don't do what they always do. Which did I was like, it. what do she they always do? Right. She didn't go back and explain it. Like, she just, like, left it like that. So, I was like, okay, that's fucking cryptic. I guess they mean, like, I guess she means, like, portray them in a way that they weren't or something. I'm hoping she doesn't think that they're going to, like, cut out the darkest parts of the story. Because that's the story. Is that it's sad. It's a Hollywood tragedy. I truly have no idea what she meant by that. I don't know what Liza meant either. But um, another cryptic comment. (laughs) Liza said... Um, about Lady Gaga's performance in A Star is Born, she was like, so the headline was like, Judy would have laughed at Gaga's performance. But it's like less, a little, well, a little less mean. Y'all be the judge. Um, When you like actually click on the thing. So the article goes on to say, she said, let me get the quote right. She said, 
um, oh, where the fuck did I put it? She was like, it was something to the effect of like, she would have laughed, but then like gotten into it. I can hear her saying like, okay, yeah, let's go. Great to the end. So I'm like, well, was it great? Was she, was she have laughed or great to the end? I don't know. So I just wrote down shade because I couldn't tell if she was like being an asshole or I don't know. Liza's so. I'm Liza. also like, would she have laughed though? Because like, we don't know. Like Judy might have been like, oh, I love it. I don't know. But I, and I get this. She is, I think she is just like really defensive of her mom. Um, you know, I think her ears kind of like just have like sonar. So anytime anyone says Judy Garland, she's like, what? What are you about to say? Yeah. Yeah. Which is understandable. I do. I do get that. I do get that a lot. I have a theory. What is the theory? Which is, you know, Liza was very close with Michael Jackson. So I guess, you know, but I feel like if Judy had lived, she would have been friends with Michael Jackson too. Like I could totally <laughs> see them no, all hanging out. Like her, Liza and him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I could completely see that. Yeah, totally. She would have, like, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of theories. I'm almost sad that I didn't get to the, yes. I killed Judy Garland. <laughs> I kill the guy, okay. We don't know the guy's real name because he's not, like, a thing. He's just a thing to us. So, there was a guy on RuPaul's Drag Race. You guys know on, like, RuPaul's Drag Race where... Um, they'll do like makeover challenges. So they're like veterans or like jocks and the, the final five or six or whatever has to like make them over. So this one, it was like, I think it was just older gay guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or was it veterans? I don't know. It was older gay older guys. Older gay guys. So the season five girls had to like make over these older gay gentlemen and Jinx Monsoon's pa- partner was this heavyset older gay guy that said like almost like really was he, he was kidding? wholeheartedly <laughs> like leans in to Jenks is like I killed Judy Garland did you what <laughs> we just did the same RuPaul thing. was like girl he, for, and then first of all like even when he told his like explanation i was like no you didn't, no, you didn't. like okay just because you saw her in a piano bar like doesn't mean you kill like just because you were taking the same shit that night as she was taking so he said he killed judy garland then the, this fucking stunt queen this is season five season six they're doing a comedy challenge you know how they're like yes he was in they'll the bring in people yes you gotta, like, i forgot about the room. that this bitch and he got his close up because he fell asleep, or I'm quoting the he either the producers had him fall asleep or he fell asleep, but he was sleeping, and so I literally had to like pause the TV when it came on. And I was like, "That's the fucking guy that well, killed Judy Garland." Like a few years a few years after that, maybe like two years after okay. that, um, my parents were watching Wheel of Fortune, and he and was a contestant on there. I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> I was like freaking Did out. Say, like, <laughs> I was like, that's the guy who killed Judy Garland. And like my dad was like, Judy Garland wasn't murdered. Like he was trying to have yeah. like so I had to like explain the whole thing to them. But I was just like, damn, like this man is really making the rounds. That fool is making the rounds. That's kind of one of my favorite things when you see someone from like one reality show and then you spot them like on a different thing. Didn't you say you saw um someone from Flavor of Love? Hottie. I'm so glad because our minds were in the same place. I wanted to bring this up, so thank you. Hottie was on uh, Baggage. Which is a show, show that Baggage. I miss. Is it done? 
They don't have it. It hasn't been ones. on in years. Oh shit. Well, I haven't watched it in years, so that would make sense why I wouldn't know. Um yeah, I miss baggage as well. It's like one of the best things to watch at 2 a.m. Yeah. When you're very bored and or stoned. Yeah. And or drunk. Hottie, Miss Shamar was on baggage. Thank you for that memory. Thank and you. you said like she never mentioned And so baggage. Oh, thank you. So the whole thing, y'all I'm sure know, the whole thing of baggage is you reveal your baggage and you have three bags. So that's three chances to be like, for her to be like, I was on Flavor of Love. At no point was her baggage, I was on Flavor of Love. Maybe, and I wonder if like, maybe she wasn't allowed like to say that. Like or something? Yeah. I wonder that as well. I'm not sure. That shit is weird. But yeah, I killed, y'all please Google him. I killed Judy Garland guy from Ru- RuPaul's Drag Race is... Icon, not as iconic as he wished that moment made him, but <laughs> but I definitely, if I were to ever see him again, I'd be like, that's the fucking guy. Well, speaking of iconic things, iconic. Judy is such an icon, and I feel like I would give her the title of like the penultimate gay icon. And the reason yeah. that I say that is because she's responsible for so many like parts of the lexicon. Yes. Um, for example, like Judy, like saying like, yes. Me and my Judy. My, this is my, my Judy. best Judy. Like, for um, example, like, we're Judy's. We are Judy's. Yeah. Um. Also, friend of Dorothy, which is kind of... Is that a slur? I think it's um um intended to be offensive, but we're kind of, like, reclaiming it. Okay. You know? I learned it from Clueless. Me too. When, um... Yes. Fucking... What's his name? Murray! Yeah. In the car. Murray was like, he's a friend of Dorothy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh. He's like, he's a disco dancing. Yeah. Toe tapping. I was like, yeah. oh, careful. Shout out to Murray. Shout out to Murray. Shout, you know, really shout out to Murray, though, because those girls were, like, being really oblivious. Like, they were like, what? Well, I told you, like, as a kid watching Clueless. That's very true. I was like, oh, Christian's gay. Now I'm like, uh, no Me shit. Too. And I'm saying now, but really like when I yes. watched it at like 17, I yes. was like, I had the exact same experience, like watching it back. And he's like, they're charging for brewskis. Yes. <laughs> I yes. was like, um, what's a clam bake though? Cause remember that club? He was like, he's like, you got no any of the, the heavy clam bakes. So a clam bake, I, I literally think they just fucking made clams. Like I think, the, oh, the joke. The, the club was like just... a fish fry. No, I guess he was just because he's like ring a ding ding. Wait, there's a. Why would they moment. make? No, so I guess <laughs> I guess the joke because he's like old timey. Is that like I think clam bakes were a thing? Like yeah, I know what a clam bake is, oh. but that's where he'd be trying to go after the club closed. No, I guess he just meant like festivities. You know, like okay. he was just saying like. Hey, the barn dances? Okay. Like anything that was like a party. All right. Got yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Got yeah. it. Okay. I've always wondered Clueless, that. Clueless, it's, like, it's not really for little kids, not because it's so shocking no, or anything. No, no. But because it's kind of too say. smart. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, really. Um, my other thing, though, that is That's like right. proof that she's penultimate gay. Yes. Is that Liza Minnelli is her kid. Girl. Do you think Liza her other kids out. ever feel like, hey, we're here too? I feel like Lorna Luft might be like, what about me? Yeah. Probably. Does she sing or anything? I don't know. Or is I don't she just know. like a mom? I don't know. 
Also, shout out to whoever played Liza in Fosse Burden, because there's like she doesn't have like a huge part, but it's like one episode where she kind of has a lot to mm-hmm. do. She was like doing really good. Really? She like came out. She was like, oh, like I can't do it. I can't do Liza or Judy, but she was like being Liza as fuck. She's like, I cut it for the period. Do you like? And she, like, yeah. And Bob Fosse was like, yeah. Fussy, 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 Barbara Graham, Barbara okay. Graham. I'm gonna do Judy, that every time you bring it up. What did Judy do? I really cannot do a Judy. It's fucking hard. I can't do impressions. Like Toto. No, that's not it. That's just me saying the word Toto. <laughs> I can't do impressions at all, and I definitely can't do either of them. Um, one of my least favorite things that ever happened, though, and I know that they intended for this to be like important, was when Liza Minnelli sang "Single Ladies" on Sex in the City too. That actually pissed me off. Had to be one of the most painfully awkward cinematic moments of all time, right? That made me... It was so strange. Who pitched that idea? And then once they recorded it and saw it wasn't working, why the fuck did they keep it in? That's why I'm thinking someone must have... She was like, oh, the single ladies! And everyone's just standing there like... I really didn't like that. That hurt my feelings. I really didn't like that. Also, just that gay wedding in general. I was like, okay, y'all, there's not going to be a pond of swans why would they, in the middle of the why wedding. why would they get married, though? Also offensive that they're like, hey, you know these two gay guys that have hated each other the whole show and aren't good for each other at all? Like, let's just put them the fuck together. It's ridiculous. But, you know, Mario Cantone was like, I gotta work. What am I gonna do? <laughs> um, no shade. I love Mario Cantone. Please, like, follow me on something. I love you. I love, I love Stanford, His too. His energy. I know, but he's not gay in real life, so it makes me a little like, oh. He's not gay in real life? I don't think Willie Garson's gay. Oh, I know, but God. acting, though. The acting, honey. Wow. You yes. learn something new every day. <laughs> every fucking day. Well, in closing. In closing, do you have a, do you want to share a Judy quote? Oh, just this thing that I found. Yes. Hold on. It's not, like, funny or anything. It just, it's like, oh. So, the thing that I read was, um, it was, like, saying that, basically, it was, like, two people having an argument about who's better, Elvis or Judy. Yeah. Like, who's more of an icon. So, it was, like, Elvis had a drinking problem, but Judy could drink Elvis under the table. Okay. Elvis gained more weight, but... Judy lost more weight. Mm-hmm. Elvis was addicted to painkillers, but no pill could stop Judy's pain. I, I mean, I'm a little biased, but like, oh, you love Elvis, now. but I, I love Judy. I love them both. Both equally. Do I love them both equally? I actually think I like Elvis more. And before, before y'all try to do some black power shit. Please spare me because I'm well aware and I, that's not what factors into what I'm talking about. The shit is. Okay. So no one, don't try to fucking hashtag us unless it's good. So I have two Judy quotes I'd like to say in closing. Okay. I'm going to do the sad one first, get it out of the way. And then I'm going to say just one that I found to be like really good advice that I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah. Okay. So this is the first one. She said, I've always taken the Wizard of Oz very seriously, you know. I believe in the idea of the rainbow, and I've spent my entire life trying to get over it. Aww. And that made me so sad. Yeah. And I think that really, like, encapsulates where, story. Where did you find that quote? Like, did she say that in the interview? Okay. I just Googled, like, good, like, I thought it would just be interesting to look up some quotes. Mm-hmm. And that one really, like, stuck out to me. And it's, it's so fucking sad. But this one, less of a bummer. It's just very good advice. 
Um, it says, always be a first-rate version of yourself, not a second-rate version of someone else. Some of y'all really needed to hear that. Okay. Do I say it again? Yeah. All You guys, always be a first-rate version of yourself, not a second-rate version of someone else. Okay. okay. That's very important. Yeah. That is very, very important. Certainly. Judy knew. Judy knew. Judy knew some shit. And Gone too soon. Definitely. R.I.P. Rest in power, Jude. Um, and with hey, that... Jude, don't forget to masturbate, please. Please stay on top of your mental health. And we love you. And have a great weekend, day, month, year, life. Bye. Love Bye. you.